Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hi, friends. We are recording a live episode this Saturday at 4.20 p.m. in Dallas at Hyenas Comedy Club. Come on out and say howdy. After that weekend, TJ will be in Bridgeport, Connecticut, uh, November 15th through 18th at the Stress Factory. He'll be in New Brunswick, New Jersey at the Stress Factory, November 29th through December 2nd. He'll be in Albany, New York at the Funny Bone. December 7th and 8th, and then we will be performing together in St. Louis, Missouri at the Helium Comedy Club, December 20th through 22nd. Uh, Another time you can catch me is at Zany's in Old Town, Chicago, November 23rd through 25th. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. When the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only light that we'll see. No, I won't be afraid. No, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. So, darling, darling, stand by me. I who stand by me. I who stand. Stand by me, stand by me. If the sky that we look upon should crumble and fall, or the mountain should crumble in the sea, I won't cry, I won't cry. Shed a tear just as long as you stand, stand by me. Darling, darling, stand by me. I 
who's dead by Oh, who's dead Stand by me Stand by me to induct myself, Cash Levy, into the Falsetto Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's a new wing. It's a new wing of the hall. It's going to be right next to the, uh, to the wings wing. <laughs> Live and let die. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to be in the TV Hall of Fame right next to the wings wing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's so exciting to be here in Cleveland. Um, having survived, uh, you know, the fall down the falls, um, I went down Niagara Falls, I don't know if you heard, it just feels good to be back amongst, you know, uh, the 12 and a half again, I know you were worried about me, and I'm back, I'm, uh, being inducted to the Hall of Fame, a lot of people didn't think this could happen, some people don't like the falsetto, I don't know who those people would be. But there's a few people out there, a few haters, as we like to call them, that don't even like the falsetto. But, you know, falsetto's been my life, so uh, they're going to make a whole wing. I'm going to be the first inductee. I don't know who's coming later. Uh, maybe someone from the Bee Gees. I'm not sure. But uh, it's exciting. It, it really is. And uh, uh, it's going to be great. And uh, I think uh, it's, you know, it's exciting because it's my first time to Cleveland. And it's just such a, yes, yes, thank you for having me. It's such a wonderful metropolis. And I see somebody, what? Hey, who the, what the? Horton hears the who? Horton hears the What are you doing here? What the? What are you doing? What, the Sneetches? Yes, the Sneetches. The what are you doing? The well, Starbelly Sneetches? I came here, uh, I was, I was going to burn down a wing of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> are you I serious? I was specifically here to burn down a wing of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I, so well, which wing were you planning to burn down? They were building a new wing, and it's specifically for false... Wait, I'm connecting things. Hold on. <laughs> oh, dear. Are you here for the falsetto yeah, wing? Yeah, they were going to induct me in the Hall of Fame. I'm, uh, the, I'm the first falsetto inductee. I, I have good news and I have bad news. Yeah. The good news is primarily for me. <laughs> the bad news is, uh, as an arson, I've already set up all of the individual fire traps, as I call them. Fire traps! That's right, fire traps! And they're traps that, when set off, create a fire! Yeah. That's why I named them fire traps. Is that, was that your, did you? They've all been rigged up. Did you coin that phrase? I coined the phrase yeah. and I studied the major motion picture backdraft for two and a half years <laughs> to then later come up with the phrase, fire traps. <laughs> Thank you so much. And let's give it up for Melissa, shall we? So, so these fire traps, uh, they're all set up, they're all rigged up to go and they are yeah. tripped yeah. by a... Um, you know, a certain frequency and okay. pitch okay. of the human voice. Okay. And I tested it using a dog whistle, 
And the dog whistle, actually, I had custom made to match your voice when you sing in general. And so that's what I tested it on, and it works. And so the second that anybody starts singing in falsetto... It feels no like one's been singing falsetto, yeah. have you? No, well, it feels like you've spent a lot of time on this. Yeah, yeah, I spent the better part of two and a half years of my life. I mean, backdraft. I took off two and a half years of my life to continuously watch backdraft, back to backdraft. So I've been watching backdraft, back to backdraft for, so since back in the backdraft day. Yeah, it's, it's almost in your blood now. And so, so what you're saying is I... Sometimes I would get ready to watch Backdraft, and I'd say, we're going Backdraft to the future. <laughs> I was alone, so no one judged me. Um, yeah, but the problem is, is that the first fire trap is set off by any falsetto singing, oh. and it's a slow burn. Nobody. Okay, uh, not even one person. Not even a single person... On that fire-related reference point. <laughs> it's a slow burn, and it starts slowly, but eventually this entire wing of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will be set ablaze, only to have several people wonder if that was even part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, it's a good city for this, too, because, you know, they, they set their... I, I guess they... I did a little research on Cleveland. Apparently, uh, you guys set a, a river on fire, which I didn't think was possible. You know, I know I think, you know, I didn't I, want to I, bring that's, this that's up. That's the best arsonist. I didn't want to bring this up, but my great-great-grandfather, Tiberius Jeromius Miliere, from the French side of my family, which yeah. may or may not exist. None of us know. He claimed to be a part of the family. He yeah. was one of the arsonists that didn't... He didn't actually set the Cleveland River on fire. Uh, he was sort of the testing... He was part of the testing group that set several puddles on fire. <laughs> That would later go on to set the entire river on fire. Well, it's, it's, it's super impressive. Old too. Tiberius. That's what they used to call him when he was in his later years. Old Tiberius. Opposed to when he was younger, they called him not quite yet old Tiberius. Early Tiberius. Early Tiberius. Yeah. So what, were you around for the pre-Tiberius years? Uh, Before he was no, no, to he's my great great grandfather. Okay. So okay. I was, I was what I call pre-dead, yeah. which is when you haven't been born yet and you have yet to live. Yeah, but eventually you'll die. All of us but are pre-dead really, now. But that's really, yeah, we are pre-dead. It's hard to be post-dead. No, there aren't, there's really no one that's post-dead. Well, that's really what they should call dead is is post-living. It's more. It yeah, seems like that it's more of a, a, better. a nice way. He's now post-living. He's posthumously living. Yeah. Uh, is that how you pronounce that? No one would know. But uh, so they burned the. The thing is, I, that's I. I admire that level of arsonist that is like you know you know that thing that puts fire out. Uh, let's light that Set on that fire. That's right. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's let's light the thing. I mean, it's almost as is anyone lit fire on fire? No. 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 Like a second. No one's ever gone swimming in fire, which I think would be closer. To treating yeah. fire as if yeah. it was water. Yeah. You could try going swimming in it, but... Fire swimming. Can you imagine fire swimming? That would be so horrible. The screams and the water wings yeah. just exploding. Exploding. Some of, those water being, some of those water wings are filled with flammable gas. I don't know if you know that. So if you swim in fire, you're playing with fire with those water wings. Did you ever see pre-backdraft? Uh, 
That's well. That is usually my. I, that was when I watched clips of Backdraft on YouTube before watching Backdraft. Yeah, pre That was my. Yeah. Uh, that was my. Uh, my antecedent Backdraft. Yeah, that was the pre, prefix course, before I. Yeah, and I would eat all fire related, you know, wood grilled stuff. I while I was watching Backdraft, I would eat sort of fire related. You're, fire you're grilled, that, wood fired pizza. You're a guy that likes to also uh, fiery Cheetos, which isn't even a thing. Yeah. I just put fire sauce from Taco Bell on flaming hot Cheetos. You're a guy that likes to walk back, watch Backdraft and, and curate meats. Is that correct? Do you like to curate meats? Yeah, but it's more of a museum version of curating. So I'll sort of put different salamis and ham hocks upon the wall in a way that I think is the best exhibition of those meats. And so yeah, I'll curate meats. And you'll, you'll curate meats. It comes meats. down to it. Are you a guy that'll eat a whole uh, ham hog in one sitting? Is that you? A ham hog? A ham hog. <laughs> I'm going to back you up there and tell you that I'm almost sure it's a ham hock. <laughs> now, I'm not going to definitively say that. I'm certainly not going to look it up because everyone in the room already knows I'm correct. <laughs> but eating a ham hog... We call I, it ham hog where I live. Yes. And I think that's just in your house where you have dictated small that everyone calls the ham it's hock a, small, a ham hog. It's a small subsection of California. The only thing I can think of with a ham, ham hog, hog is a hog that you've covered in ham, which is nearly the cruelest thing you can do to a member of the pig family. I mean, imagine walking around covered in the flesh of bonobo apes. <laughs> That was a long stretch, and I yeah. thank you guys for coming along with me yeah. to the idea that the bonobo is a close yeah. cousin of the human being, and so is a pig to a hog. Because yeah. ho- is a hog a male pig? I, yeah, Wait, I, why am I asking you? You I just said yeah, ham hog. I, I called a ham hog, so I'm not the right guy to ask. There's a man that has more of a paucity of Big propensity for pensive thinking. It is cash levy. Like I'm just surprised. I thought I was being inducted in the Falsetto Hall of Fame, and I'm surprised the show's going in this direction, where we're talking about ham hogs. Well, I was going to say, you're right. I don't want to ham hog all you, the you know attention the dir- here. You know, you know the direction. You know, yeah. You know Sometimes what? it's going to get that bad. Yeah, the, the real direction I always like us to start off the show with is the uh, triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning round. Yes, tiny, tiny woos. And actually, before we start the triple banger lightning round, I've asked every audience here in Cleveland. We went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We and, did, And yeah. honestly, about eight or ten people go, woo. And I, and I said, that's exactly the feeling you get upon leaving the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> You're not disappointed, but the most you can muster is a whoo. It's sort well, of weird, isn't it? It should be the most incredible of all be. the museums. There's a lot of little, like, they'll, they'll have one of your favorite artists of all time, and then they'll have, like, a, a patch that he wore, you know, one one day, you know, and they'll just, that'll be the display for him. Oh, and later we should and talk about like, the Tom Petty exhibit and how that went for me in last night's yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's tough. You know, if you go and see a museum of music, kind of, you want to be hearing music, and they yeah. sort of play play it in certain areas but you're like I could have just worn my own headphones yeah. and listened to only music that I like instead exactly. of be subjected to some music that I really dislike well, and, also, and I think yeah. you know a, a museum of rock and roll and a hall of fame you kind of need so I think they should take the lesser known bands that don't have a lot going on and trap them 
in sort of plexiglass cases where they just play during museum hours. And then when it's off hours, you feed them ham hogs, just big chunks, just big chunks ham hogs. of ham hogs, stray ham just, hogs. Just full curated we don't want any of these domesticated ham hogs that people keep as pets, but if they're strays, they're subject to being used to feed the lesser-known artists trapped in plexiglass cases in the live, more fun, actually worth it wing of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is a hyphenated wing. So here's some bands. Uh, I'm going to ask you, TJ, uh, which bands are real and which ones are not real. Which of these bands is real and which of these bands is not I'm real? I'm already you ready? excited. You ready? And the first band is called uh, Unprovoked Moose Attack. That is a fake band. No, that is a real band. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. Unprovoked yeah. Moose Attack? Yes, Unprovoked Moose Attack. And we've talked about this on another podcast recently. And uh, that, you know I them from their hit be. single, Surprise Horns. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should be domesticating moose, but that's something we discussed on another we podcast. We did talk about that on another podcast. Okay. I don't understand why. I just I just think it... it I think it... It'd be such. It would make you feel so uh, amazingly virile to have a moose betwixt your legs. I mean, to look I, down and say, "I am riding a moose." I don't know why a we moose haven't aspired. The legs. Why it's we also haven't? The name of the pornographic film yeah. I did in 1992. <laughs> I I actually uh, I, I think, I think we should domesticate buffaloes. Because I would love to ride a buffalo and have a matching hat to the buffalo, but the buffalo's hat would be a larger hat so that it didn't look like he was wearing a tiny hat. Or if the buffalo was wearing a man-sized hat, then I would wear a smaller hat so that the scalability of hat to animal wearing the hat would match. Because you don't want to ride an embarrassed buffalo. That's what old Tiberius Joseph used to say. That was his phrase, right? I have his quote book, and he did say that early he on. He said that one But the, the, moose, the moose, do you picture, because I don't know how the hat's going to stay on his head, do you picture one of those sort of uh, party hats with the, with the string that keeps well, it yeah, on? Yeah, because we've seen so I, many decapitated mooses with party hats on their head. Moose, meese, moose. Buffalo. You, do you see it? What I'm saying is, a buffalo, how do you keep the hat on his head? Oh, you glue it, just like I would glue my hat to my damn head. Because well, once you get on that buffalo, you're not going to want to get off. There's many, in the early settlers of the western area of Colorado, many a man died on his buffalo for lack of wanting to get off once he had a buffalo betwixt his legs. Okay, here's There are a lot of buffalo skeletons with human skeletons on top and old dusty hats that were scaled in a ratio that did not embarrass the buffalo. And I want to ask you, is that a real band? Uh, ratio, uh, <laughs> buffalo ratio. Buffalo ratio. That, I believe, is not, not a band. Okay, here's the next one. Uh, this, this band is entitled No Time for Guitar Lessons. Jeez, now you got me on the tip of... Uh, the tip of Tiberius? The tip of Tiberius. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, that's probably a real band. No, that one my wife came up with. Damn it! <laughs> I'm 0 for 2. 0 for 2. Here's the next one. We Boy, butter. I feel blue. We butter the bread with butter. That's not a real band. That is a real band. <laughs> I feel like you're just doing every other, so I'm not going to be tricked on this next one. Watch. 
Garage. So that is that is a band. That is a real band. Okay, next one. Okay, uh, this one. I figured I cracked the code. This one's <laughs> this one's called uh, Goblin Cock. That is a real band. It is. I did. Wait. Hold on. I messed it up. I cracked the code by fucking up trying to crack the code. <laughs> Goblin Cock is a real one. It's a real band. Uh, okay, now I've got one for you. God's Cock. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. It is a real band from the major motion picture extract with Jennifer. No, no, no. Jason Bateman. <laughs> so many movies I've done with Jason Bateman, with Jason Bateman and uh, Mila Kunis by yeah. Mike Judge, and my yeah. character Rory has the band God's Cock. Is that the same band that did the uh, Backdraft uh, sequel? God's Cock. Yeah, that's right. The Backdraft sequel. I don't know if you know this. <clears throat> it was a uh, musical. That uh, that no one ever saw, made by God's cock. All right, I've got uh, some bands. Here's names. another one. Here's another one. Uh, this one's entitled "One Single Human Freak." Yes, that's a band. No, my son came up with that. What? One. <laughs> uh, chance, chance came up with that one. I believed s- it too. I'm like, hey, that's a good one. Have you heard them? He's like, no, they don't exist. Well, I because it's a rock and roll. Because I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I wrote down a bunch of band names. And I don't know when the appropriate time to Let's, talk about We'll finish that. this, and then we'll, and we're almost done, because this is, this is endlessly interesting. And we're going to do, we're just going to do the rest of the show with just fake or real band names. Band or no band. People will be like, you know what, it was kind of funny for a while, but that, for an hour and a half, but that does it got feel, a little tiresome. That does feel like a game show that, like, Cuba Gooding Jr. could host, you know? <laughs> like, when Jamie Foxx did Beach Shazam, I was like, anything's game now at this point. Yeah. Like, I want to do a game show much later in my life. And this actually would work because K8 is kind of a design head. And I, I would like to do a game show called Chair or Not Chair. <laughs> because there's lots of things that are chairs and they do not look like chairs. Yeah, that's true. And then if it works well, we'll have a spinoff called Bench or No Way That's a Bench. That's good. That's, that's really good. Uh, this one, this, this group's entitled... We finally answer the age-old question. Is a log a bench or is a bench just a fancy log? <laughs> um, I regret interrupting you for that one. <laughs> I, had, I have to be honest with my audience and I regret having interrupted you for that joke. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, this band's entitled uh, Billy Goat Puke. That's not real. Yes, that's correct. It's not what? real. Oh, thank God. That's a weird way to say that. You'd be a terrible game show host. Yes, not you're wrong. Correct. It's correct. Yes, you're wrong. That is incorrect. Um, how about this one? This was, uh, let's get out of the, this terrible sandwich shop. That's a real band. That's a real band. Let's it's get based out of on the uh, people that make the Yeti, the sandwich that I never... Received. Go back and listen to the episode The Yeti, and you'll know what Some I'm talking about. Some of these will be references I'm calling to past back episodes, other episodes six over years the 300 ago. episode archive that we have. <laughs> and if you don't get it, then that's because you're lazy. <laughs> that's because your body lazy and your mind lackadaisical. <laughs> it's another quote from, you guessed it, Tiberius James <laughs> Miller. Uh, triple banger lightning round question, question two. Three, question two. two, two, two. two. <laughs> uh, is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on the Atkins diet because they're missing some bread? <laughs> protein, protein, take a break. I Starches, I, you know what I, I'm I, talking I, about. <laughs> 
Starches, you know what I'm talking about. Starches, you know what I'm talking about. Spinach, take a Protein, break. Take Potatoes, where yet? Um, I, I do, just, I do enjoy that. There are so many of us that when you said they're lacking some bread, all of us were bread. like, they are severely underfunded. It Let's seems like if they had more cash, and then we were like, oh wait, no, it's bread like the band. And as we thought about, if they had more cash. They, they well, were let's trying get the band bread in the hall. I, I think our way. goal should be. I, I voted. I voted for him yesterday. I want to get bread in the hall of fame just while they're still, you know, rising and while they're still. <laughs> it's okay because he waited and you didn't laugh and that hurt twice as bad. <laughs> now I'm going to double down. I'm going to double down. Do you think the best members in bread rose to the top? Why does it's that the not... yeast they could do. Yeah, it's the yeast they could do. <laughs> well, gluten-free bread never rose as quickly, but... Or as high. But the band bread should be in the Hall of Fame. Am I correct? I don't know. Can you name uh, 11 of their great songs? Just 11. You don't need 11 songs, do you? How many do you need? To get in the Hall of Fame? Uh, well, Joan Jett and the Blackheart's in, so you just need one. Whoa, deep burn. I haven't seen a burn that bad since I watched Backdraft. Which was about 20 to 30 seconds before I came up here. I keep the entire thing on my e-phone. Which is my electronic iPhone. Do you have an e-phone now? I have an e-phone. That's what I call it. Yeah. I've started referring to uh, we, uh, TJ regular fun... mail as non-electronic mail. I saw TJ do the funniest thing that I'm now going to start doing myself. He got a call. I didn't realize what was happening, but he call, got a call from one of these, uh, you know, what, what are they? They just uh, electronic. Telemarketer. Telemarketer. Yeah, Likely sort of related to politics. And I didn't know who he was talking to, but it was on the speakerphone. And he goes, Allison? And she goes, and before she could talk, he said, Allison? He goes, uh... I, I've been meaning to call you. He goes, because I really think it was inappropriate what I did. And I didn't mean to, and you can finish what you said, but it was really funny about you. You were like, I didn't mean to insult you. I picked the wrong emojis to insult you with. And it's just too hard to say. I'm glad you called me back because I was really worried about this. And so let's just straighten this out right now. I was going to send you some friendly emojis to try to smooth things over. But now we can just straighten and clear the air. I didn't have any intentions that were negative, And I hope you forgive me and accept my apology. And she yeah. didn't know what to say. Well, I mean, I, I, you sort of what you do is you launch into it and you don't Before say, they can talk. So you go, Allison? And she actually, I think, said, no. <laughs> and I said, Allison, thank God you've called. Um, I've been wanting to talk to you and I just feel so bad about what I did and I'd love to clear the air. Do you mind if I just apologize to you? And she said, uh, I mean, yeah. And, and I go... I just, when I sent you those emojis, I thought that you might have been offended, and I was going to send some emojis to sort of try and say I'm sorry with those emojis, but the thing that that I really realized is that if you just watch the emoji movie, everything that I want to say is said in that major motion emoji. That major emoji picture. I've never called it that, a major emoji picture. You guys, this podcast just changed my life. Uh, and so I ended it and I said, I said, um, so does that make sense? Will you go watch the, uh, emoji movie? And she said, I think she went, I, uh, I guess. And then I said, Allison, thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you for calling. And always remember, 
you are not Allison. <laughs> and then I hung up on her right then. Because I like, if I'm not going to give them money, I like to give them a story. Because they must have so many people that are like, you idiot, don't call me again or take me off this. Or, or lots of people, I think, get into it with them about politics or whatever it is. And so I like the idea that they get home and be like, how is work today? It's like, I don't... I don't know. This guy apologized to me and thought I was Allison, and then he asked me to watch the Emoji Movie, and he kind of sounded like he was from the Emoji Movie. And then at the end, he said, always remember, I, I know you're not Allison. And I just like the idea that his family's like, you know, you got a pretty interesting job. Of course, it could be somebody in India where they get home and they're like, listen to what this piece of shit motherfucker in America did to me. Now we can't have lamb tonight. We're just going to have to keep eating the ham off of this hog. Triple Banger Lightning Round. Question, question three. three. Question, question three. three. Dirty Dozen, Baker's Dozen, or Baker Mayfield? <laughs> Baker's Dozen. You know, so what's interesting is we've been doing this long enough that some of these Triple Banger Lightning Rounds... There really is no right answer. And now, to be Cleveland, honest with you, a lot of them lately, there's not even an answer you can offer an opinion on. There's, in Am Cleveland, I supposed to say, opposed to Baker's Mayfield, I'd rather have seven things than six because the baker is nice and gave me a baker's dozen. No, no, no. In Cleveland, the correct answer is Baker Mayfield. Am I correct? Oh, look at that. All right. Okay. He's, you All know, right. he's, the, he's the new quarterback. They're very excited about I do know that. And actually, and, uh, the, yeah, I was on ESPN Radio with Aaron Goldhammer, who I know from high school. Hammer Nation. Yeah, do you listen? Yeah. And so he, uh, he read a letter from someone to Baker's Mayfield Giving him advice. Baker's Mayfield? What's the guy's name? Dozen Bakers? Baker, Baker Mayfield. Dirty Mayfield? Dirty Baker? Nasty, nasty Baker. Nasty half a dozen Baker Mayfield. Old Mayfield, dirty dozen Dick Baker. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and it was really funny. This guy wrote this thing that was like, don't make the mistakes I made. Don't end up working at Chula's, a combination taqueria and adult bookstore specializing in DVDs that are about tacos. And there's a taco enthusiast in here tonight, right? Yes. Yeah, how did, how did you know there was a taco enthusiast in here? The, you know, this is really this interesting. This show gets weirder and weirder. Yeah. This is interesting, it's though. Like there is like, a what, taco enthusiast Taco here. Todd. And so Taco Todd on Twitter said, hey, we don't have enough money to go to your uh, shows. Is there any way you could comp us? And they've been fans for a long time and corresponded with us. And they actually sent me pictures of them holding of their tacos. pockets inside out. And there was no money in them, just ground beef spilling to the ground. <laughs> and so I felt sorry. You know, I felt for them. And I invited them to come to the show uh, for free. And they've been great. They're drinking Coca-Cola. So they're really cheap, cheap taco people. <laughs> no, but they are broke. They're being truthful to the, you know, the fact that they couldn't afford to get in. And so they're taco enthusiasts, and uh, that's how it came about that I know that they're... But what I was going to say is, it's very interesting. Did you see me just uh, vamp there for a second, trying to figure out what the fuck I was talking about or where I was going? Uh, this is true that uh, not many people 
ever ask for tickets or reach out on Twitter. It's, it really surprises me. But I, I hesitate to say that because once I said nobody ever DMs me, and I got about 200 DMs in one day. And it was really hard to answer all of them, but I did. Really? No. <laughs> so Baker's Mayfield, I'd take that over a Baker's dozen anyway. Unless, ladies and gentlemen, it was seven Baker's Mayfields. That's a Baker's dozen of Baker's Mayfields. <laughs> And I don't want them after somebody spilled those Baker's Mayfields on the ground because that's a dirty dozen. That's a dirty Baker's dozen of Baker's Mayfields. Triple banger auxiliary round. Perfect timing. <laughs> what? I, there was a song after that for some reason. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, so... That's how this system's been set up for years. Somehow on my computer with our song or our, our sort of, you know, segment cues, yeah. cues, if I don't hit pause quickly enough, it goes into a, a Van Halen song. Uh, now, Van Halen's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Yes, they are. Great. Yes, they are. They're going to be right next to the no, no, uh, falsetto. I, I, don't, I don't mean to embarrass you, but he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Van Halen. Van Halen, yes. Well, no, the, the, the whole band is, I think, right? I, I think it's just one person. <laughs> How many times have people been burned by that? That someone's like, are you a Van Halen fan? He's like, oh, yeah, he's the best. <laughs> I know I have several times. Because I don't really know that much about music. I, I don't listen to that much music. I don't understand concerts. and It's part of what makes me inhuman. Is that I can't relate. Uh-oh, we had some Columbia beer come out the front two holes above the main hole. Uh, yeah, those are two holes that are uh, not usually... No, TJ, it's true. For beer. They're not for spitting out beer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's but a, I don't know a lot about a music. And so, yeah, that's it is a, a flaw. That's an essential flaw in the, in the human... In the human uh, you know, in the human body, that, that that the one hole you can drink from the one hole, but it could come out uh, many of the other holes. And you know, it's so frustrating. You're not sure where it's going to come out. What's frustrating? It could come out. There's literally uh, four different holes it could come out. And what's frustrating the is the only it holes it can't come so back out is the ears. out of the ears. It could come out of your either of your nostrils, uh, you know, either of your lower holes. <laughs> So that's four holes. And then there's six total holes on the... Well, your eyes. It could come out your eyes. You know what? I'm going to ask that it, you as, kind as of crying. take a break. It could come out as the, crying. Go into the restroom, it take could, a look at yourself, and come, come back with your full opinion. It could come out... It could come out... You just, you, we need to have a full body release. There's only two holes. It's not going to come out as the ear holes. Although we've talked but, about this, the human ear is very flawed. Because have, it's the only part of your body that you can't manually uh, close, and it's very upsetting to me. You can't Every manually other, close your nose. Yeah, yeah, you can. Right now, you can just hold your nose, just right there. I just did it. You hear that? It's different. <laughs> I just did it. Holding okay, I'm your holding nose, nose is one of those things right now, I'm that can't be proven wrong. I'm holding my nose. There's right no now. way for me to sort of use I a manually turkey baster to spray water into his nose <laughs> and then measure the amount of water that I'm gonna comes do, out. Just to prove my point, I'm going to do the rest of the show like this. I think it's frustrating because anything coming out of your nose is kind of gross, you know, but anything coming out of your ears, if it was spray, imagine if it sprayed out of your ears. That would look so funny. See, it's different with the nose closed. Now, you can close that. I can close my mouth hole, obviously, without my Closed nose Tiberius Jackson, I used to call him. 
You can close your your pee hole if you'd like. I just did. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask you to to confirm that in any way. You're just gonna have to trust me. Your pee uh, hole. The old the other the old uh, the old back back hole. That just closed. I just did that manually. You don't the know old, it. Now old, I opened it again. As cinch. I was talking, I opened it. Now it's closed again. You don't know what's true and what's not. But what am I gonna do about my ears? You can't close it. I think it's weird it. that there are listeners right now. They're kind of like. Huh. It's true. And then they're closing it's a and flaw. opening. And this is why they're anuses. I mean, that yeah. how you many can open other it, podcasts it can can boast that their listeners have paused yeah. to manually open and close manually. their back hole. As you're listening to this, wherever you are, if you're you know whatever you're doing, uh, please start opening and closing well, your holes unle- manually. Unle- unless you are one Good. of the many drug mules that listens to the podcast. <laughs> When you're passing over the border, do not manually open your back hole for those, fear of the merchandise spilling out of the back. Are those domesticated mules? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the old domesticated mule buffalo. With the funny hats. So, but the ears have a flaw. We can't manually, I can't close my Imagine ears. Imagine there so are instead, some mules, some actual like donkey type mules that listen to the podcast. <laughs> Because they're on a farm where the farmer is lonely. He lives alone on there, but he loves the podcast. And he loves it so much that he puts earphones on his animals and has them listen to the funnier ones. And occasionally the mules understand it, you know? Do you think? Do you and they think, open and close their back holes. Do you think and if the they other, open it at the wrong time, cocaine comes out. Do you think the other animals are How upset? often is a drug mule a real mule? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Do you think the other animals are upset that they didn't get to be a part of that? No one says he's a drug donkey. Right, there's never, right? Yeah. He's a, yeah, there's he's never a, an alcohol penguin he's during a drug, prohibition. He's a drug, prohibition, he's a drug raccoon. Alcohol penguins. He's a drug raccoon. Drug Watch raccoon. out for him. Like, it's always a drug mule, and I think I don't think it's fair that that animal got all of that uh, attention. Well, but mules the are mule sterile. Right? So they can't have children. They're when a donkey and a horse mate. Is that right? Yes. Oh, wow, that was interesting. How many people in here were like, absolutely. And it was like all the sweetest, most wonderful women. And like, it was like two girls were just like, that's actually correct. Yes. Mules are unable to have children. Their ejaculate is completely useless. We're here for you, Teej. If you have any other questions about hybrid animals that are unable to reproduce. For instance, a raccoon. That's a raccoon penguin. I, I thought you'd keep but going. But if they're sterile... I, no, you I, often do. I he often keeps going. I'm never sure. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, the mule. I think we should ask... Don- we have a good friend, uh, Donkey, from Donkey and the Jeff. And uh, we, should we should ask him donkey. how he feels about it. I feel bad. Not to be mistaken continuing. with Rick Stevens and the Cat. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up on 102.5, The Rocker. The Rocker. Taking it slow and easy, back and forth, to and fro on The Rocker. 101.5. Fun. 102.7, The Rocker. Dancing Word Bird Contest. Coming up in half an hour. Maybe I'll call you. <laughs> Jump up and down, stomp on the ground. We're giving Jump out. and snap and bingo, John, Paul, George, and Ringo. We're, every hour on the hour, we're giving out either rocking chairs or something that looks like a rocking chair. You decide on Sundays, NBC, but chair or not a bench. 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes and before the hour. And then there's occasionally hour. that bench that is not a chair. 
and you can't answer not a bench on those ones. Sometimes that's, is anyone that's ever... a double jeopardy of chair or not a bench. Sometimes you sit on the coffee table and you didn't even know it, right? And is that a bench when you sit on it? Yeah. Does a table become a bench when you when sit, you sit on, on it? When you sit on it. That's true. Well, I had a good... the eternal question. Well, that's, I had a is question Is a chair like a hot dog when it's made of hot dogs? <laughs> is a hog a ham hog when it's sitting on a chair made of ham hocks? Well, okay, here's... here's... Is a ham hock a bird of prey covered in ham? <laughs> We haven't even considered that. I had a question. All of us weren't even thinking H-A-W-K. We were thinking H-O-C-K. Now we got a ham hog and a ham hawk, and you're hoping the ham hawk doesn't swoop down and eat the ham off the hog. Because the hog may pick the hawk right out of the goddamn sky. These ham animals, or as I call them, hamidals, are creating a real reverse wind. A backdraft, if you will. And that is a string of callbacks so ridiculous. Somewhere a mule is laughing so hard cocaine fell out of his asshole. <laughs> Oh, if my mother-in-law is listening, I don't care for our conversations. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I had one with her today. It was a great conversation, but slowly it always becomes about past tragedies. So yeah. Right. And you can't close your ears manually. Right. That's you exactly can't. right. You if can't. You the only way to do it is to go like this and go. That's not efficient. Or you have to use your mouth hole. If I had surgery done in my body, I'd want to have my ears. I don't want to have a manual switch where I could just close my ears completely. Well, not a switch. You'd want to be able to do it on your own. It'd be weird if you had to like take your tongue and be like, click. But even earplugs don't work. Have you noticed that? There's nothing that works. You can't close your ears. And I think that helps with the population problem because people would have more kids if they could manually close their ears. They get loud enough where you're just like, I can't really have another one. You know? I see. So if you could close your ears, not only would people you would have ne- tons of neglectful kids. parents, yeah. but you would also have right. more children to neglect. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I think that's funny that you, if you had a surgery on your body, that because I love the idea of Cash's conversation with the doctor where it's like, I'm having a surgery on my body. Well, is it elective? What is it for? Yes, I'd like to be able to close my ears manually. And, you know, you're right. You could be on the phone with a, uh, with a family member and just close those ears manually. But instead, you have to use your mouth hole to sort of get people not to spit forth audio for your ear holes. And one of the ways you can do that is, you know the expression, you don't have to tell me twice. Are you familiar with that one? If somebody's starting to say something you don't like, just yell out, you don't have to tell me once. And that's a joke I've worked on for three and a half years. While you were telling that joke, I opened and closed my pee hole three times. But you can't That's confirm actually, that. You know the expression shakes of a lamb's tail, which is how I measure all uh, it's sort of spans of time. So people will be like, TJ, I'm right outside your apartment. Can you come downstairs? I'll be like, yeah, I'll be out in about 2,345 shakes of a lamb's tail. <laughs> Uh, because it's going to take me about you know 20 minutes to get outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a lot of people like Cash will measure sp- uh, time spans using open and closings of the pee hole. 
<laughs> Coming up on Donkey and the Jeff, it's 200,000 shakes of a lamb's tail before the hour. We're going back to back, 4,500 b-hole opens and closes of music. Best songs of commercial the year. Commercial free. Best songs of the year, commercial free, because the rest of the year we play shit. We're doing back, did we talk about this? We're doing back to back bread. It's a back non-stop bread weekend. It's Get just your bread yeast all on. the time. Get your yeast on. Starches, you know what I'm talking about. It must be easier Protein, because take a this, break. this program is rising. <laughs> When you weren't wherever you are now, where were you? And I okay. like I like to see people drinking on a Saturday yeah. afternoon. So drink yeah, all you can, guys. Throw them back. It's a great city. We're we're really enjoying ourselves here. And uh, yes, keep drinking. We're and we surprise. may or may not. Have, this is a There's champagne a bar, yeah. and we may have a toast later. Yeah. But I'm not saying with what. Because we've been talking about bread a lot, so that might be the toast. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint, though. It rhymes with ham hog. It really does. No, it does uh, not. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> hey, uh, so I was in, this is just a funny little tidbit of something that just happened. I was w- with my wife. Uh, we were at a, um, a wedding in Hawaii, and uh, she went off to get some water uh, for the kids and I. It was very hot, and she disappeared for at least an hour. And so we kind of walked around a lot and, you know, couldn't find her. We went back to the car. She was missing. And finally she came back. She came back. She didn't have any water. She came back with a boomerang, uh, two puka uh, necklaces. And uh, what is a puka necklace? Yeah, and a hat uh, for me that said goofy foot. And I said, that's, that's why I love you. I, most people you don't send off for some water and they come back with a boomerang. You know, that's what makes her are special. Are you a goofy foot or are you left footed? I am a goof. A goofy foot is when you surf where your, your back yeah, foot is. Yeah, lefty foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I snowboard that way too. Yeah, so you are yeah. a goofy foot. Yeah, yeah. So she found you a hat that described yeah. the way that you snowboard. Yeah. But we, did, we were still very thirsty. Uh, yeah, you were parched. You know, as you much were as parched, you, but you were yeah. able to throw something yeah. and have it return to you, yeah. but far away from yourself. Right. It's what, that's the thing well, about a boomerang. Wanted, you can throw it, but yeah. so rarely does it come back to you specifically. Well, and that's the thing. The kids were like, let's play with a boomerang. And it was a little tiny one. And I go, I think this is more of a toy because uh, it's not heavy enough. I have a buddy from Australia that gave me a real boomerang. And I go, you know, when we get home. Oh, I got a friend from Australia. He always does that before he dropping, says something horrible. About, a, about Australians, yeah, because yeah. uh, that's what Australian people it's are okay. for. It's okay. I'm. Uh, he'll go. It's okay. I'm. Uh, I have a friend from Australia, so I can say this size boomerang. That's a fucking yeah. toy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My friend. Uh, that's a tiny boomerang. My friend is a mammal, and uh, he's a pouched mammal. But he gave me a boomerang, and you know, so that is an authentic boomerang. This one is a toy, and my son said, "Well, what is this then?" And this is what I want to discuss with you: a boomerang that doesn't come back because it didn't it's just really just a stick right and so actually all things are boomerangs all things are boomerangs they're all just we bad boomerangs new ladle six the years ladle. later even a ladle is a boomerang because I mean, a it won't, a you can throw it yeah, and it won't come back a thing is either a boomerang or a bad boomerang a, f- a bad boomerang for instance a, even a, chair. Uh, a tube sock filled with gravel is a terrible boomerang it's a bad boomerang <laughs> A chair for your for your game show. A chair just is a faulty. It's a bad boomerang. A ham hawk thrown at a ham hog. If it doesn't return, but instead hits the ham hog in the head, that's a bad boomerang. Uh, a DVD of backdraft. 
if not thrown correctly, will not return to you. That is a bad boomerang. I actually, uh, I bought the boomerang edition of Backdraft. <laughs> the Backdraft uh, special edition boomerang case. Uh, yeah, the boomerang draft. The back boom. Uh, we call it, on the, on the comment boards, we call it the back boom. And uh, the back boom draft. And uh, yeah, that's a fun one. We'll go outside, we'll play boomerang a little bit with the backdraft case, and then we'll watch backdraft together. And there's actually three people on the comment boards. Uh, each of them is me using a different handle that I created with a separate email address. Uh, but I stay true to the individuals that I've created, and uh, I play uh, solo boomerang with the three of myself. <laughs> Please come and enjoy and come enjoy watching me in Central Park on uh, the seventh Thursday of the fourth moon every year. <laughs> it's the fourth moon after the hour. <laughs> 102.7, The Rocker. We're playing all I hit, I hit Moon it. Wizard theme coming up. <laughs> all Moon Wizard songs for the next hour. Rock block. I, I love rock how they always tell you God. the time on the radio shows. Like, you have no, like, that's how you were trying to find out the time. <laughs> like, you can't get to, hey, I was late for work. You know, Donkey and the Jeff, they didn't tell me what time it was. I mean, so I was I'm late waiting, today. I just kept playing bread over and yeah, over again. If I could find time in a bottle. Coming up, we got a full loaf of bread back to back. Unleavened. Unleavened bread. This is cash levy. It's a Jewish holiday, so unleavened bread. It's back to back, full baguettes of bread coming at you. It's a boomerang of bread. We're going to be playing bread, and then we're coming right back from the commercial with more bread. It's a bread boomerang block on Donkey and the Jeff. Time now for some rock and roll. And so when we talk about roll, we're talking about bread. <laughs> Sesame rolls. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> this is why I dress like a wrestler going to a formal event. <laughs> okay, so you told me something funny the other day that, that really cracked me up. You, these chains, I thought you were doing the chains as sort of ironic, uh, you know, an ironic They chain. are ironic, yeah. But now you you've have revealed to me that you actually do really like them now. Is that <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah, sure. I'm yeah. not going to buy an ironic chain that I don't like. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I have two chains. Uh, co- coincidence? No, it's a coincidence. We're not related. We're not friends. In fact, to tell you the truth, I got in an altercation with him in Las Vegas, and uh, we got maybe. What are you, what are you looking for? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was going to try and get you a specific one, but I like that you were just like, drinks. Anything with alcohol in it. Um, yeah, so I was in Las Vegas, and I got in an altercation with two chains. Uh, I don't remember it, but my bodyguard, Big Abe, was there, and uh, apparently we kind of went back and forth, and then uh, he said that he had to get me out of here. And it's always interesting when your own bodyguard has to protect someone else from you. Like, he was like, TJ, let's go. You got to stop bothering 2 chains." And I was like, well, why doesn't he pay you? Because you're taking care of me and protecting him. Anyway, that's my 2 chain story. But I... It's not a good one. It's why I don't tell it. Uh, 
But it's, uh, yeah, so I have two separate chains. One's kind of a little more gaudy and ridiculous. And then this one I got because it's a little bit more elegant, subtle, refined. But are both, are links, both are links and gram weights that are almost impossible to find. So I get stuff that I can sell at a higher price at a later date. Are those both boomerangs? They're terrible boomerangs. <laughs> if you throw them, they're floppy boomerangs. We went out uh, on the beach. A banana is not a bad yeah, boomerang. It's not a, bad it's boomerang. Not a great boomerang. <laughs> Okay, but it's so not a bad boomerang. The kids and I, because they get really curious about what a real boomerang would do in terms of how you know, effective it is. We went out on the beach with the real one, and it is extremely dangerous when it's coming back at you. I mean, it was terrifying. I mean, I was, yeah, it's really like you don't really want to get in front of it and catch it because it'll, it'll rip your arm off. It's that. Now, this is a real Australian one. It has knives on both sides. But <laughs> now it feels like that when it hits your arm, though. I mean, we were bruised and battered. And I mean, it was really, uh, it, yeah, it's, from it's here really on scary. Out, yeah. I, do people actually try to catch them as yeah, they come back? I mean, that's Because it's the hard Australian to do way. without, do they, it's, it's really hard to do. I think, you know, if you're really good at a boomerang, you can throw it and, yeah, let's see that a couple like that. more times. Uh, for those of the listeners at home or in someone else's home, first of all, get out of that person's home. You're not allowed in there and you shouldn't have forced entry. Second of all, uh, Cash is really giving a full-on sort of showing what it would be like my to five-year-old, snag a boomerang my five-year-old, in a dainty way. Let's came do it back, one more time. He came back, my five-year-old, it, 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 it clipped him on the shoulder and his shoulder was bleeding, and that's when I shut things down. I was like, this isn't, you know, if that were to hit, you know. Uh, a human's like, face. A, a human face. I mean, it could it could close both your ear holes. It could. It could lop off an ear. That's actually, a lot of people don't realize that is how Van Gogh lost uh, part of his ear. He threw a boomerang. He threw a boomerang. When he was came trying. Back, came back hot. He was hot. actually, he came, was trying It came to, back coming in hot. He was trying. <laughs> he was trying to paint a boomerang in nature. And so he kept having to throw it and quickly paint and then catch it before he had to stop painting to catch it before it got back and it just sliced off his damn ear. And he sent that to, he actually sent it to someone that he loved, but she, in the, the boomerang fashion, it, it came back return to sender. It came back return to sender. That's always a sad boomerang story. When your ear is lopped off by a boomerang that you threw, you send the ear to somebody and it returns back to yeah, the sender. Return to sender. So, uh, okay, so return we're. Return to sender. Address unknown. Yeah. No such number. No such zone. I don't think you're close to getting a wing. Uh, uh, I don't think so either. The falsetto's been considerably more popular than the baritone on the show. So, okay, but my so father had explained to me that a zone was what a uh, postal code used to be. So that's why, yeah. So, so you can't sing that anymore. Because people don't understand it. If you change the lyrics, it's return to sender. No such zone. Wait, I forgot how it went. <laughs> Return to sender. Address unknown. No such sender. No such postal code. So, okay, so we're so we're in Cleveland. Return okay. to sender. This is what it's I'm like. I'm starting to know how it feels like. Yeah, yeah this is exactly I know what, what it feels, feels like. like. I know what it feels like. So, uh, no such zone. I want to ask these people if they know what the sister city of Cleveland is. You know A bounce back email. No such address. <laughs> A ton of coding you don't understand. And then a little bit of the email in between. 
undisclosed recipients. <laughs> Those weird arrow brackets. Too many semicolons. I guess they changed from Yahoo to Gmail. <laughs> I'll stop. That was a lot of fun, though. That was great. I finally. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get to the. You know, uh, we're trying to move the podcast. Along, trying yeah. to get to the podcast, and as we do the podcast, uh, into the meat of the show here. We're right in the meat of it here. Uh, speaking of meat, meatloaf coming up after the hour. <laughs> 102.7 The Rocker. It's a uh, non-stop ham hog block here on Meatloaf the Rocker. Meatloaf made primarily of ham hog. Ham <laughs> so, hog. So I do recommend at uh, at Pickwick and Frolic here at the Hilarious yeah. Comedy Club, I recommend the Cleveland sausage uh, plate, right? is What is the actual name of it? The Sausage Party. <laughs> and that is just a group of fellows that come over and stand near your table. And loudly pray, play, they loudly pray to the music of bread. <laughs> okay, so we, we <laughs> completely lost control of the show. And it's only two of us. And, uh, but okay, the sister city is Alexandria. Did you know that? Yeah, that's the sister city of Cleveland. And I feel like, I don't know how these things happen. Where Alexandria, is that? Where Egypt. is that? Yeah. Really? It's true. That's the sister city. You're shaking your head like it's not possible? That's what it said on Wikipedia. Oh, then it's obviously true. But did you tell them that you put it in Wikipedia? Is this a prank? (laughs) It is what? Can you confirm or deny these allegations? Man, he is not only helpful, but he is very confident about the ability of his phone. I don't know if you guys noticed, but he was like, oh, no, oh, yeah, no, I can check. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you sure you can look that up? You better fucking believe it. I have service. I have service. I know how Wikipedia is spelled. And if I don't get it exactly right, you can trust my friend Google, okay? Well, you guys seem like Did you don't you even want... Did you mean ham hawk? I feel like you guys don't even want Alexandria to be your sister city. It seems like you feel upset about that. You're like, no, that's not... Yeah, it's yeah. in Egypt. But it might be interesting yeah, to ask the Alexandrians. to me, that's the sister. That's they're like, like oh, Cleveland, come on. That's the really... All they got is that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that's just... Woo! Like, I know. It's just barely even woo. But then you guys from Cleveland can go to the pyramids, come out and be like, woo! Didn't really do it for me. Who's your There's uncle? There's a whole pyramid wing devoted to Tom Petty's fucking sock. <laughs> Who's your uncle city? Do you know? Are there other, yeah? There's 22 sister cities. That's a lot of sisters, but Alexandria's like the, she's like, Alexandria's like the hot sister. She's the one you want to date, right? Well, what are they, right? yeah, how do they become sister cities? So I was correct, see? Hey, wait a second. Let me ask you. Would you be able to look up what a sister city is? Are there other are there other relatives? Would you be able to figure out how uh, two cities become sister cities? No. I can try. Ah, he suddenly yeah, lost his know. confidence. <laughs> but are there cousin cities? Are there uncle cities? Are there other yeah, types there, of cities? Why I is there cousin sister cities? City? I is think there's, uh, there, there's irritating second cousin cities, which for you guys, that's Dayton. <laughs> what is it? You can read it. No, you can say it. As global marketplace becomes increasingly competitive, the city of Cleveland is looking... Oh, wait, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's like Cleveland's becoming a sister city. 
City of Cleveland is looking to establish relationships that move beyond ceremonial and instead provide incestuous relationships. <laughs> That are They're looking to make love with Alexandria. What was the last thing you said? <laughs> They're looking to provide future exchange of business, culture, and educational opportunities. Ooh, exchange. Exchanges. That the sounds a little... Sisteral yeah, exchange sister. program. They're exchanging. <laughs> yeah, sister exchanges. Sistoral. Sistoral exchanges. Yeah, that's Sistoral exchanges. Yeah. That's a good band yeah. name. Yeah. Sistoral... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Cleveland, please welcome Sistoral Exchanges. Two-hour two hour rock Playing block their, of Sistoral Exchange. <laughs> Playing their hit song, I'll braid your hair if you will do something inappropriate in terms of commerce with me. <laughs> Essentially, this is Essential Questions of Human Nature. So I was at the, uh, we got to move it along here. We only have a few minutes left and then we got a nice special thing we're going to do. But uh, I, I was at this wedding. Uh, Time flies when you're doing too many puns. <laughs> it does. I was at the wedding uh, in Hawaii and it was my cousin's wedding. It was quite beautiful. But they played uh, Getting Jiggy With It uh, on the dance floor. I, now I, had, I had not heard that little ditty for quite a while, uh, Getting Jiggy With It. And uh, it was from a more gentler time. Uh, People who don't like that song, when it comes on, it says, getting jiggy with it, and they're like, nah, 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 And I was wondering, since we're... Nah, 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 I was wondering if... Has anyone ever on their anniversary, you know, 20, you know, 20-year anniversary, anybody ever looked to their wife and said, honey... They're playing our song. I mean, no, really. Like, is that anybody's song? uh, Getting jiggy with it? Is that any couple's song? I think think? so. And I think, you know, I was at a DiGiorno's (laughs) Pizza. I really do. I was at a DiGiorno's Pizza in uh, Schaumburg, (laughs) Illinois. Why is that funny? Uh, So I was at a DiGiorno's Pizza. Oh, sorry, you're right. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was at a Giordano's Pizza... Sit, sitting on a DiGiorno's pizza. I put it down on the booth. I like to have a cold ham butt right beneath me. I like my two ham hogs to be nice and frosty as I order from uh, Giordano's. But I was eating in a DiGiorno's pizza. I had built a small capsule of DiGiorno pizzas, and I went there to eat. And uh, at this establishment, they were just cranking out the 90s hits. And with getting jiggy with it, I they played it, and I knew every single word, and I thought the same thing. I was like, and I really did rather play ball with shacking them, flatten them. He he is asserting that he would play basketball. I assume you know playing ball would be weird if two grown men just threw a ball back and forth, and they're like ball, 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 catch, catch, mommy, ball. Because uh, I don't know if you guys play ball, but when I play ball with a friend, I just throw a big ball back and forth, <laughs> like two toddlers having a good old time. Yeah. And you mean a, uh, a round, or I'll have you somebody mean a, throw a ball and I'll run after uh, it and put it in my mouth and bring by, it back to him. By ball, by ball, do you mean a round boomerang? Yes. <laughs> a ball is the worst boomerang. An That's oblong, true. an oblong no, boomerang. A ball is the worst boomerang because even after you throw it, it continues to go further away. It yeah. is the most, the propensity of a ball to continue going further away from you yeah. is the most of any object. I think so. Yeah. I think we found out today that a ball is the worst boomerang. Uh, unless, actually, the best ball boomerang was was the rock that Sisyphus pushed up the hill. 
because because uh, it's going God, up a hill. You, you've thrown a boomerang kept, into those gears right there. It kept coming back to him, you right? Re- you put a wrench in that mule. Uh, because he's smuggling clocks. Uh, that's another... <laughs> smuggling clocks. Sounds like sort of somebody trying to make a sexual metaphor that doesn't work at all. Like... You know, it's, yeah. what is it? Smuggling raisins is the one that people say when someone's nipples are hard. Oh, yeah. no, I'm the weird one. <laughs> what is it? Smuggling chocolate chips? Look, guys, smuggling you're the Hershey's ones with pizzas. a relationship with Alexandria. Come yeah, on. You guys, you guys have the weird sistoral commercial the exchange. Sistoral exchange. Come on. Okay, here's uh, some other, here's some other uh, bands or songs that I think maybe people uh, turn to their lover and say. And there's no love for the haters. Yeah. Floor seats at the Lakers. Yeah. But here's some other songs I Oh, wonder. what? You're going you're gonna to tell me now? Nah, 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 nah. He was ahead of the game. He had it. A couple other songs. These like, taco twins are really tearing it up over here. Getting, getting jiggy with it is a song I don't think anyone really probably says. Uh, I think that so. They're playing our song. But here's a couple others. Uh, I don't believe it's ever been said about the song Cotton Eyed Joe. <laughs> I am positive that there are rednecks, which I found out that redneck is not a negative term. In fact, uh, the rednecks who know the origin of the term, it was uh, farmers and people that formed a union and they would wear red scarves. And so they were derogatorily called rednecks, but they are actually union labor uh, warriors. So redneck, that's what redneck okay. means. Okay, okay. So you think Cotton Eye Joe is a romantic song? I think there's plenty of people. I mean, there's plenty of people in the South that are warriors for union labor laws that have really had so much fun dancing to Cotton Eye Joe at live sports events. And how many times have you seen someone propose and get a yes in a sports arena and then they throw on Cotton Eye Joe right away? That becomes the person's that becomes song. song. Okay. I'm sorry okay. for those people. You make that a they... good argument. You make a good argument. How about this song? Is, it, is this anybody's romantic uh, uh, song? Uh, Cats in the Cradle. Yeah, of course. What? Did you, don't you guys think so or no? That's the least romantic song ever. Cats, Cats in the Cradle with a Silver Spoon. I'm sure it's something. <laughs> Gets in the crater with the silver spoon. No! Has this ever been... Yeah, okay, fine. You can... This is why he's going to actually... This is why I'm burning down that wing, that falsetto wing. Has this ever been somebody's song? ever like, babe, come into the other room. I've got this feeling. Honey, I, I love so you. It's been 10 years. And I'll never forget when we first had intercourse to ring, 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 ring banana phone. 
And that's when his wife is like, yep, I do love your little ding-dong banana phone. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, that's Raffi, banana phone. Look it up on YouTube Music. Yes. So go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. Do you have any more? Any, any other songs? How about, um, uh, has anyone ever looked to their wife and said they're playing our song? What about with, uh, Whistle. Uh, what's that? How about or smack my bitch up by Prodigy? Yeah, I don't think that's. There's uh, got to be some steampunk people that like are just like, oh baby, what that about, makes me what think about of our... you whenever I play it. And then the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I am your little bitch. <laughs> How about more of a holiday uh, theme song for people? Uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> Yeah, I would. I bet that there is somebody. That, I, I that's the, their yeah, song. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't think, think so. so. Really? <laughs> I don't think so. I I could be wrong though. Uh, I want I want to ask if okay. anybody you know early on, in the uh, <laughs> early on in the uh, uh, you know the advent of cellular phones. Do you think anybody ever had a uh, you know a, a kind of a a uh, like has anybody ever had this one? I should have had this prepared. Apologies. <laughs> like, is anyone ever like, like, honey, I love you so much. I'll never forget the first time that uh, we kissed and somebody's cell phone went off in the elevator. <laughs> and that's their theme song? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Look, guys. We... <laughs> I just, every time I hear it, I can't stop thinking about you. (laughs) (laughs) Babe, the fugue, I just, I gotta tell you. Oh, God. All right, I'll stop, I'll stop. I'm sorry about that. Until they think of a better name for it. This is Tweedalize. We're not even gonna we're not even gonna do this segment. I'm just gonna go. There's a lot of different names for this one. It's just uh, Tweedad, Tweedad. No one wants to be retweeted. He ha 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 He tweeted. Do you understand the, the percentage of people that like the falsetto compared to those like me that it it haunts their nightmares? Okay. There I'm is. still tweeting you. Little scorpions, school scorpions. <laughs> still tweeting you. <laughs> I can harmonize with that. Shit. Guys, we're going to finish up with uh, Little Masters. Well, wait, before we... 85% oh. of superheroes. This is Masters. All right. I want to. I I spent a lot of time on this, so I just want to do it really quickly. Okay. okay. Um, And I had, I think, at least two people, but certainly you had the most surprised face I've ever seen uh, when I said I spent a lot of time on this because she's a listener to the podcast and she was like, "There's never a time." All right. um, uh, Give a cheer if you think this is a good name for a band. Uh, give a boo if you think it's a bad name for a band. Okay, we're gonna go through them real quick. You ready? Taco Todd and the Ground Beef Gang. The Allison Galansky 34. That's a 34-piece band led by Allison Galansky. 
shit whistle and the underbellies. And the underbellies would be the underbelly with a person who has a belly button that's an innie. Uh, ham just... hock shit barn and the hog hams. <laughs> Mr. Fender Bender licks a wad of cash. <laughs> Ramification station. Learned ingrates. Yeah, that's a bad one. So is pickle friends of my brother Alan. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited about that one. Uh, this is a premise that I've been working on for a while. Nasty butterflies who keep trying to fuck in front of me. Because, I mean, nobody ever talks about this, but them butterflies that die and fuck in front yeah. of you, they They're, nasty. Yeah. Yeah, they they some nasty butterflies. Nobody talks about it. They're exhibitionists, yeah. Um, there's another band name, Let's Talk About Fathers. Uh, Can Standard. No, only one guy. All right. Hot rain and wet garbage. Uh, I, again, I, I don't know why. I'll you really did work on this. I did. Flick Dickerson and the Holy Ham Hawk Hustlers. That's the best one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Purell, sorry, Purell armpits with their hit single "It Burns, It Burns." Oh God, it burns. <laughs> Also, uh, in the soundtrack of Backdraft, uh, mixed martial farts with their hit song, Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, even I, as I wrote that, was like, this is beneath you, TJ. And then I was like, no, it's not. Uh, uh, better Door Than Window with their hit single, Please Move. Yeah, didn't quite make it. Venus Fly Rap. With meat-eating plant, tender huggers, <laughs> tender huggers, <laughs> tender huggers, and uh, finally, uh, hug. Their hit single is "Hug Me Till I Have to Go." <laughs> so you literally hug them up until it's like, all right, it's 6:30. I gotta take off. <laughs> if you start hugging them at two, and the final one is the band that I'm trying to get inducted, and I'm not joking. You go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you get to enter any band name, uh, any band that you want to be in. Uh, Cash was like, you have two fake music albums, you should enter yourself. And I thought that was very funny, but instead I put in the shitty ants, like (laughs) A-U-N-T-S, with their hit single, Get Your Feet Off My Shoes. Can you imagine being in an aunt's house and having your feet on her shoes instead of like on her table? And she's like, take your feet off my shoes. Put them on the coffee table. My shoes, not your feet. <laughs> we, I like those. I don't know how we're going to top that maskers, people. Do you guys have some maskers for us? Yeah, but here, let's read. There's been one or two online. We'll show you guys. So maskers is about, uh, it's ask the masters. So we are masters of many different types of disciplines. We also know a lot about, about a lot of different things. So it's, it's Ask the Masters, okay? And that's why we call it Maskers. We couldn't call it Asters, right? Because that sounds ridiculous. But just because it's called Maskers does not mean that the questions are about masks. And for the first year or so that we did this, we got a majority of questions surrounding masks, how to wear masks, what masks should be worn, where the Lone Ranger's mask is now, what that would be worth. And it, we just got so... 
goddamn sick of it that I had to really rail against people that were sorry. So you were going to do some live maskers, and uh, but I want to. There's there's one or two here that were really really funny. Um, so let's do it. And we also we found that uh, hashtag maskers is only two things. It is either people asking questions for this specific podcast, Cashing with TJ Miller, or this is not a joke, uh, like Nordic, yeah, Nordic. Flugelwagen yeah. people writing about masks, yeah. which is equally as frustrating. Yeah. Uh, when some asshole sour, oh, sorry, when some a-hole sour cuts me off when I'm sailing to the sun, can I call him Dickerous? <laughs> I'd say that's a yes. Yes, yeah. I think he can. I think that's a. Yeah. Okay, and then this relates to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Were the police even a real band or just a sting operation that never really worked at all? <laughs> and you know what? I got to be fair. That was Bobby Peru at Peru Bob, and I added the last part to make it really funny. So that was a collaboration between him and myself. He just said, Were police even a real band or just a sting operation? And that just is a stupid question. Uh, but they were, t- they were actually a really unsuccessful sting operation. I don't think that the band police ever even arrested one person. Um, they were underachievers. Aren't, okay, so this last one I'll take from here. Uh, aren't plates just food ladles? And that is true if you consider yeah. your arm the handle and you're eating directly from the plate. But I think we all now know that plates are also pretty bad boomerangs. Yeah. Let's yeah. do some live maskers. Live yeah. maskers, yeah. Anybody? Anybody have any questions? Yes. So you can ask us anything, ask the masters. Uh, does a boomerang make a bad mask? You piece of <laughs> son of a... You goddamn ham hog! <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would train... I would be a... I would train... I would pay a falconer to train a ham hawk to descend upon you and peck out your eyes and fill them with ham. Then we'd call you old ham eyes. Uh, a boomerang is a one. bad mask unless you punch two holes in it. Fuck you. All right, go next. Yeah. Um, if you don't want questions about masks, why do you reference them in the theme song for masters? Oh, this is really starting to piss no, well, me off. Too. <laughs> I mean, it's usually just you that gets mad, but... No, but now I got to have to ask all of you yeah, yeah, I have never been asked that question, and now... I mean, my life is considerably worse than it was a minute ago. <laughs> no, listen, I deserve it. I should have caught that. We've been doing the podcast for six years, and I've never connected that I don't like mask questions, but there's a mask <laughs> reference in the theme song for the... Sh- for, the for maskers. Yeah. Oh, my God. We got one back here. What's your top 11 bread songs? Top 11 bread songs. Now, this fella here... Uh, he went one below 12, though. I asked for 12. Uh, isn't, isn't Time in a Bottle? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Time in a Bottle. Is time a, a Baker's time... Dozen 13, and if so, is a Candlemaker's yeah. Dozen 11? Okay, here it is. I'm going to do the 11 bread songs that should get them in the Hall of Fame. A Candlemaker's Dozen Time, time in a Bottle. Time, time in a Bottle. Dance Remix. Basically just Cotton Eye Joe. Poor man's Cotton Eye Joe. Time in a Bottle Sonata. It's a Sonata style. Okay. <laughs> time in a Bottle Muzak. Which is the Muzak version of Time in a Bottle. You know what's great? That What do you get, four? 
Yeah. I don't think that he can come up with 11 different styles of time in a bottle. So time, in a, time in a bottle, Timex style? What? Timex, like you can hear it on your watch? Uh, we'll take Nokia ring phone, but uh, we're going to move on from that one, yeah. Uh, message in a bottle with time. Time in a bucket. Now we're not even talking about time, like, we're not talking about remixes or different renditions. You gotta say time in a bottle, the karaoke version. Karaoke right? version. Um, time in a bottle. Uh, yeah, you would say the uh, happy hardcore remix. Uh, time in a bottle, uh, industrial steampunk remix. Right. Uh, uh, time in a bottle, the, the slow... Uh, the slow sister city sexual remix. Uh, time in a bottle in duet a bottle, with the bad boomerang remix. Time in a bottle duet with Rod Stewart. And no he one else. He did a duet with everybody. Just, he did a yeah. duet with everybody. Or it's just Rod Stewart. He does a duet, but whenever the other person goes to sing, Lou, it's silent. Emmy Lou Harris does time in a bottle. Oh, good. Okay, we're All done. right, we did it! Yes. <laughs> Any other live maskers? Any other ones? Anybody else want to ask us a question yeah. about anything? Yes. If you buy pasta from a girl on the side of the street, is she a prostitute? Yes! <laughs> Absolutely! And if you're... Uh, and, and if... <laughs> that's what, that's... And, and if... You know what? And if you're her customer, they call you a sloppy Joe. <laughs> you're a spaghetti... Yeah. With bolognese, but, yeah. But if she lives in Alexandria, she's a sister. <laughs> and if she gets into the so Hall be of careful Fame who with, you're talking two, about. with two of her sisters that have the same name, the name that band may be called Rigatoni Tony Tony. <laughs> Let's do a toast, guys. You want to do a toast? We got to go, but we're gonna we're gonna break out. So some we champagne. have a champagne toast, you champagne guys. Champagne toast like for the people of Cleveland. Every one of you. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of them. We appreciate you coming out. We we, we love meeting the twelve and a half. It's been yeah, twenty two uh, people here. That's almost twice the amount of people that listen to the podcast <laughs> regularly. So it was sad for us. We were like, maybe this time we'll have an audience that's twice as big as our normal listening audience. We didn't quite get there. We're missing two people. Um, but you know, I gotta say, this is always so fun. And Cash and I talk about this, and we talk about it with the podcast. We, uh, we have very busy schedules. We're not always able to do podcasts. He's so busy with his own stand-up that we don't always get to tour together. And so uh, it's a really special sort of synergy of elements and situational opportunities when this sweet, sweet, big old audio boomerang can go into the sky and come back around and cut off Van Gogh's uh, happy ear. And we send it return to sender, and there's no such zone. And uh, several other references from the show. Uh, but, you know, it's a big deal to us that you guys come. This is sort of our favorite. Anybody else need champagne? We're going to do it. Um, and this is really good toast. This is yeah. really this is really something that um, we we enjoy doing. Right. I mean, this uh, is, we love doing it. And we, you know, and K8 always says she goes, these are the best people. I always love meeting them. She says, you know, it's really a rewarding thing that you guys do this podcast. And as Cash and I talk about, we hope that it's rewarding for all of you guys and that it gives you, you know, some pleasure. And then it's always available to you that we've got. What, 300 episodes now? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 almost 200. Yeah. Okay, so not, we have Remember, not we, we nearly lost, no, 300 no, no. episodes no, we that lost, you can refer to. We did lose 100 of them, so uh, you were right. We, we lost 100 of them yeah, we've recorded in a fire. The lost, 
a toast. And as we toast, just remember, I'm going to manually, as I drink this, open my mouth, close my nose, keep my ears open. Close Sing the my falsetto and start the arson. And close my pee hole. <laughs> let's all close our, let's all clinch to the podcast and to each and every one of the 12 and a half. Okay, this is the old clink and clinch. So that's the, the clink and clench. So that's when you clink glasses and you clench one of the holes that you can manually close. And I'm going to be clenching my nose right now. So everybody, bottoms up. Literally. Literally. <laughs>